0: Hey guys, in today's episode we're going to be talking all about rave families. I'm going to be sharing the stories of how all of my different rave fams came to be, as well as sharing all of the stories that you guys submitted. I'll also be giving some tips and advice on how to find your own rave family. So with all of that being said, let's get into it. <laughs> Hey all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back to Rave Culture Cast. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm in such a weird mood today. Anyway you guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host Emma Capotis. Thank you all for spending your Wednesday with me. Happy Wednesday you guys. I'm so excited to have you all here. Like I said, I'm I'm like in a jumpy mood today. I don't know what it is. I didn't even have coffee. I just had pre-workout today, but we are energized. We are ready to take on the week and we are super excited to talk about today's topic. But before we jump into all of that, as per usual, you guys, I first want to start off by saying thank you so much for being here. Seriously, I was thinking about this week. I feel so lucky to have this platform and to have this podcast for over a year it's been so much fun to work on, uh, so thank you for checking it out, whether you've been here from the beginning or this is the first episode you're listening to. Thanks for being here. I would absolutely love it if you guys could do a few things for me. Rate and review on iTunes, throw a couple stars, it takes like two seconds, really helps me out over there. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emma Kapodis. Uh, you could also follow along with us on Instagram and on Twitter at Emma Capotis and at Rave Culture Cast. You guys are up to date on all of the things going on with the podcast. Uh, I would love it if you could participate in some polls and questionnaires and all of the things that I post for upcoming episodes. So definitely check us out over there. And uh, most importantly, tell a friend. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Send the link out to somebody today make it your instagram stories tag a whole bunch of people tag at rave culture cast um it really helps get the word out about this podcast especially during this time right now since a lot of people aren't commuting and people's people's habits have changed all of the things so it helps get some streams so i really appreciate you guys how are we all doing how is everyone feeling may is almost done what the hell (laughs) where the hell did may go i'm not complaining If you guys don't know me, I'm a big summer person. I thrive in the summer. Of course, usually that's when we would have back-to-back schedules of festivals and shows and all the things. But I'm just ready for the warmer weather. Uh, I'm recording this over Memorial Day weekend. So happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody. I hope you are all staying safe and happy and spending some time with family uh, safely, of course, while still social distancing. But actually here in New Jersey... They just announced that they are lifting the ban on outdoor gatherings so you can have up to 25 people I believe. Again, you, I think you still have to be like six feet apart or something like that. I'm not sure the rules exactly but the beaches are open so I'm very much looking forward to relaxing this summer, lightening up my schedule a little bit and just creating and having fun and of course that means New episodes, new interviews, all the amazing things for this podcast. So get excited, you guys. Uh, I really quickly, I haven't said it on here yet, but if you guys follow me on Instagram or on YouTube, you probably already know the news. But with you guys, I just wanted to share, uh, I got engaged last week, which was very exciting. Big surprise. Such great news to get during uh, currently what's going on in the world. So um, yeah, my boyfriend Brian and I got engaged and it was very exciting and we're so excited and happy And I just wanted to share that with you guys because it's a huge moment in my life. So there's not much we can do about it right now. (laughs) We can't really plan anything, so it'll probably be a very long engagement. But um, yeah, just some life updates. We are looking for a house. Uh, Our lease is up in September, so we are currently in a house hunt for our first home together. And that has been, well, it hasn't really been taking up a lot of time yet, but it will be taking a lot of time up in the future. So again if you're subscribed over on my YouTube channel I will be having moving vlogs and like decorations and like all that fun stuff uh, mixed in amongst all of my EDM content. So you guys can expect that out of me. But anyway those are all my updates for this week. Let's jump right into our listener of the week. So you guys if you're new here at the top of every episode um, you guys can actually send in nominations for a listener of the week. It can be a friend, a family, a fellow raver, a loved one, whatever it is that you want me to shout out for whatever reason, could be a recent graduate, a frontline worker, whatever, Um, somebody that's made an impact on your life and I will shout them out. So we have a longer note here today. This is from Tanya. It says, hey, Emma, I just love everything you do for the community, your YouTube video podcast, outfit and makeup inspo, tips on keeping healthy and even even your Friday playlist. Thanks for being so awesome. Thank you, girl. She said, I wanted to start this off by giving a shout out uh, to my rave bay partner in crime, love of my life, my husband of 16 years on May 29th. He is the best rave dad ever. Josh is always making sure everyone we are with is good, having fun. He carries all of our stuff and I tend to bring a lot and he keeps us all safe. He is constantly scanning the crowd, fanning people, uh, making sure everyone's good. We regularly stop and check on people that look like they may be in distress and help them out. Whether it's handing out antibacterial wipes to someone who's sick or assisting security until medical could arrive, when a girl fell and hit her head, wow, uh, he is always looking out for others and I love him for that. He's also a really good sport when it comes to wearing a matching shirt or whatever silly, goofy, or crazy outfit creation I come up with. He's the best traveling partner, my best friend, which leads me into our rave fam story. Ooh, Okay. I'm going to read this now, and then, you guys, I have all of your emails to get through, so I will read the rest of them later, but let's just keep this going. So she says, We live in Oklahoma City and traveled to Dallas for lights all night in 2015. The first night I wore a panda outfit, and we hadn't been there long when two young girls and the older one's boyfriend came up and said they loved pandas. We talked for a few minutes. They'd driven down from Chicago to see Porter Robinson and asked if they could hang out with us that night. They were the cutest, super nice, and so funny. We hadn't been together all that long when a guy came up trying to flirt with the girls and asked if we were all together. Without missing a beat, the younger sister said, yeah, we're the panda vibe tribe, yo, and we all died laughing. Our rave fam was officially established. As we got to know each other over the weekend, every time they needed something or asked a question, we had it or could answer. We had a flashlight, gum, wipes, flow toys, you name it, we had it. And as we sat and talked between sets, the younger sister was amazed by our life experiences and said, you guys are like our rave parents, and it just stuck we became Mama and Papa Panda. I love that. It's amazing. <laughs> We've kept in touch with them and the older sister and the boyfriend invited us to their wedding a few years ago. We weren't able to make it, but we did get to a show with them in Chicago in early 2018 and met up with them. It was a great visit. I miss my panda kids all the time. Last Christmas, I sent them a panda care package complete with a blanket I ordered with our photos on it, panda candy, pearlers, temporary tattoos, and PVT shirts I made. That's awesome. Since then, we've extended our Panda Vibe Tribe most recently back at Lights All Night last December. We took some longtime friends who had never really gone before and showed them the ropes. So much fun. They made me a rave mom candy that met the world to me. I love this community, this culture, and my Panda Vibe Tribe. And then she attached a bunch of pictures. But thanks again for everything you do. Take care and hope you and Brian stay safe and healthy. Thank you so much, Mama Panda. Okay, first of all, huge shout out to our listener of the week, your husband, Josh, our rave dad. Absolutely love that. I love that you guys rave together. I think that's amazing. So first, shout out, Josh. Second, love the Panda Fam story. That's just like a quintessential thing that would happen at a rave. So thank you so much for submitting that. Awesome start to the episode, you guys. Okay, so we got a little ahead of ourselves. But before I jump into everything, um, really quickly, I have two bigger announcements. So one, upcoming submissions that I'm looking for. Uh, I am still looking for submissions for our East Coast versus West Coast festivals episode. So, um, if you guys didn't listen the last two weeks, I'm doing an upcoming episode all about festivals on the West Coast and on the East Coast. So, if you guys have experienced both, what are the differences? How do they compare? Do you prefer one or over the other, and why? Um, you know, name some of the festivals you have done and what your experiences have been. And I'm not leaving the Midwest out. If you guys are in the Midwest talk about the Midwest. What do you love about the festivals there? How are they different? Again, I'm just really curious to get a feel for like festivals in in the United States because I really am only an East Coast raver. I've done Vegas five times, but I still have yet to go to a SoCal festival. I haven't done any in Texas and in Ohio. I've only done Northeast and Florida and Vegas pretty much. So That's what I'm looking for submissions for. Please send your emails into raveculturecast at gmail.com. That's raveculturecast at gmail.com. And then the second thing uh, is a new topic. I want to know your thoughts and opinions on live stream sets. It's been what? Two months now that we've been in quarantine We've had plenty of live stream sets now to go. We've had some major festivals in the game, crazy production, individual sets on, you know, these artists live streams. So what are your thoughts and opinions at this at this point, guys? What do you think? How do you feel about them? Are they sufficient enough? What have been some of your favorite ones? Uh, Do you not like them? Like, I just want to know all of your thoughts and opinions on live stream sets so far and in general. So again, email me your thoughts on that raveculturecast at gmail.com and we'll talk about it. Okay, the next big thing I want to talk about with you guys, hold on, my wire is in my face here. Okay, so I, because of the given the situation, uh, all of these different opportunities have sort of presented themselves and I realized that Zoom meetings and Zoom calls have become obviously very popular. I've been doing tons of them with friends and family. So I would love to do our first inaugural Rave Culture Cast Fam Zoom call, I want to meet you guys in person or, you know, face to face. You know what I mean? I want to talk to you guys. I want to hear your stories, do a happy hour, like whatever it is. I want to have um, a big Zoom call with our Rave Culture Cast family. So I need to figure out how to plan this. But um, and I also have some things I want to run by you guys. So like exclusive to whoever comes on the Zoom call. What I'm going to do, I think, is I just want to get your like see what your interest is in this, so please DM me on at rave culture cast the Instagram account um, if you're interested in joining the call, or you can email me whatever is better. Um, it will be sometime in the next few weeks. We'll we'll pick a date that kind of works for everyone. Um, it'll probably be like a weekend or something like later at night. But yeah, DM me if you're interested in participating in this call. Uh, And then once we have all the details, I will announce a date and time and then send out a link and whoever wants to join can join. But I just feel like that'll be so fun because I haven't met a lot of you and I have, you know, you hear me talk all the time. I would love to hear you guys talk and hear from you and get your feedback and just hang out with the fam. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, send me your DMs. Can't wait to plan that. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. And again, if any of you guys are new... Stick around till the end of the episode. At the very end, I always go over EDM news, so all the breaking news right now and things you need to know uh, in the rave and festival community, and then I do my songs of the week with, with all my top recommendations. So that happens at the end, but let's jump into it. So of course today we are talking about rave, families. I've touched on this a little bit on the podcast, but I've never done a fully dedicated episode. Um, I believe I've done an episode about how to make friends at festivals, which kind of falls into this. So if you guys are more in the party of you haven't found your rave family yet, you ha- you don't have a tight knit group, you like to rave solo, whatever it may be, that is 100% okay. I can't stress that enough, especially given the current scenario. We don't have shows to go to. A lot of us are spending time at home alone. So It is okay if you do not have a rave fam yet, you guys. If you want one, you will find one eventually, I promise. So if you want to know a little bit more about like getting outside your comfort zone and ways that you can approach people, check out that episode. I have tons of videos on my YouTube channel as well about how to meet people at raves, so feel free to do that. But anyway, just wanted to make that very clear. If you prefer to rave solo, more power to you, go for it. There's tons of of pros to doing that, but today is all about the fams. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about my different rave fams and how they came to be. And then you guys sent in a whole bunch of emails. So we'll get into that next. But um, it's crazy. If you had talked to me like three or four years ago, I would have had my like core staple rave fam. And now that I've been involved in the community this long... You know, I have, my Ray fam has grown and it's it's eclectic. It's so many different groups now at this point. And that's what happens. And that's, you know, when you're in the community for a while, you sort of pick people up as you go. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. You attend all these events and you acquire people and they come into your group and you might have a new ray, ray family every festival you go to or you might have your core group of people. So um, let's get into this. So I'm just going to relate it to the first festival I did. If some of you guys have heard this story, I apologize. But I'm just going to like do say everything for all the new listeners. So um, my core group, I would say, I went to EDC Las Vegas in 2015. It was my first major festival. I went with three of my sorority sisters, who are my best friends, Tara, Vicky, and Diane. Um, we still all rave together and go to shows together in uh, New York City and in Brooklyn. So, you know, those are my core girls, right? We all still attend shows together, whether just the two of us or the four of us, whatever it may be. So we go to this festival and night one, I think it was like the second or third set. I always forget. I'm pretty sure it was Afrojack set. We were at Kinetic Field and um there was this guy who was standing sort of near us and he looked like he was alone and we were all talking to each other we were like is he alone we don't know because we were new to the Raven community right like we didn't understand yet the concept of like you can talk to people outside of your friend group which I know that sounds dumb but a lot of you listening if you're on the younger side you might have like all your best friends might still be from high school or from college and you have your group and you kind of aren't interested in expanding it I can tell you right now, have an open mind because that's like the way to be in this community. There are so many people to meet. So anyway, this girl ends up puking (laughs) like right next to all of us and we all just like jump out of the way. And then that was just like the icebreaker because then his name is Brady. Brady started talking to us. We all started talking to him. Found out he was from Salt Lake City. He was with a huge group, but there was like all this drama. So he ended up going off on his own and was like, F that. So we adopted him into our group and literally hung out with him all weekend. He just hung out with our, our girls. And yeah, and that's literally, that was five years ago. Brady is still one of my best friends. He is in my rave fam to this day. Me and Tara, so Diane and Vicky haven't been back to EDC Las Vegas. They only went to that one. Me and Tara and Brady have been to the last four. So it just goes to show you like you guys know like the relationships you form at these festivals can be like some of the closest bonds you have in your life. So we did that. And then this past year in 2019, Tara's younger brother Eric has gotten more into EDM and going to shows with us locally and so he was like I want to come to Vegas with you guys. So then our group was me, Tara, Brady, and Eric at EDC Las Vegas this past year and it was so much fun. Eric is the best. We always have so much fun. So then um, this year we bought tickets to Electric Forest. Me, Tara, and her brother Eric. Brady was not going to come So the three of us, that would have been our little rave fam. We're going to go to Forest and, you know, unfortunately it was canceled this year, but we all are keeping our tickets for next year. So if you guys see us, we'll all be hanging out together. So that's my one rave fam. And again, that is literally just from talking to a stranger at one of the biggest festivals in the United States. Like, it can happen that easily. So next rave fam I want to mention. Oh, at EDC Las Las Vegas 2017, Um, We were at Kinetic Field watching Dylan Francis and there was this guy and this woman. uh, Their names are Mike and Sarah and they were together and they were like, hey, can we dance with you? You guys look like you're having so much fun. Can we hang out with you? And we were like, of course. So we welcomed them into our little dance circle and then we hung out with them all weekend and then we met up with Sarah and Mike in 2018 and 2019 in Vegas and now they're also good friends as well. Sarah and Mike went to IZU this past year and we saw them there. Um, so again, really just good freaking people. Like you meet the best people at shows. And Mike is a DJ. He goes by Swan. I interviewed him on the podcast in one of the earlier episodes. He's so dope. So shout him out. Um, so anyway, so we I have a couple different rave families within like the, I call them like my EDC Las Vegas fam. And then... Where else do we go from there? Okay, so then Lunchbox. Uh, Some of you guys might have heard of Lunchbox. They make an anti-theft hydration pack. Really incredible company. Uh, It's all young people. So Tom is the founder. I think he's 24 or 25. um, Starts this amazing company, whatever. And then um, there's five other people on the team. And I actually... So they reached out to me, it was almost a year ago, I just had my one year anniversary with Lunchbox Um, to try the product out at EDC Las Vegas 2019 and I absolutely love the backpack and one of the features of it is it has these lights on it that like glow and like blink. So I was at Stereo Bloom and I'm walking through the crowd and somebody taps me on my shoulder and I turn around and it's Tom, the owner of Lunchbox and he was like, at the time lunchbox had only done a kickstarter and then they just launched publicly on their website right before edc so it was so exciting exciting for him to see like a lunchbox out in the wild so anyway so I met him there we started talking uh, I really loved working with them and I started doing some videos here and there and some graphics and then I met the rest of the team at edc orlando and like Loved them. They're the best people ever. I have so much fun. Meredith, Andrew, Peyton, Brandon, like such a great team. And at that point, I had a conversation with all of them and I was like, I want to be on board. Like, how do I get on board? So my second rave fam now is my Lunchbox team. I work with them on a part time basis. I'm the director of community and culture. So um, yeah, I'm just in charge with like any community aspects or initiatives. I help out with social. I run our ambassador program. So anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the Lunchbox team has become my second rave fam, and I only got to rave with some of them at one festival so far, Orlando, but for Electric Forest, Tara and Eric and I were in the Lunchbox fam group camp. We had over 40 people sign up. It's going to be bigger next year because we're keeping the group camp together, but that is my second rave fam. Uh, Love everyone to death. Again, like we all come from different places different ages, but we all just love music and it's it's so much fun. And especially like, you know, in quotes, they're my coworkers, but we really all just have this like common passion and like believe in this product so much. So there's the Lunchbox fam. Then I met the lovely Vibe with Aid, who is one of my dearest friends. I love her so much. And I met her online. So you guys can meet so many people online. It's one of my tips. Join Facebook groups Uh, Follow people on Instagram, on TikTok. If you think somebody's cool, DM them. Reach out to them. Obviously, when it's safe enough, if they live in your area, maybe you guys can go to shows together or something like that. But you can connect with people online through this community so, so easily. So I meet Vibe With Aid through our YouTube channels. And we're just chatting. And I realized very quickly I had a lot in common with her. And then I was lucky enough to meet her in person. We stayed together for Imagine Music Festival last year. And we also were staying with Taylor Bruno, who's an incredible shuffler. Love the girl. She's like my little rave baby. And Aid had known Taylor beforehand, but I hadn't. So then that weekend, you know, this is where I go into more of my, I would call them, I don't know if it's like my YouTube fam. I guess it's just more people like I've met online, like my, my online friends who are now my real life IRL friends, right? So like Taylor, Vibe with Aid. Um, I met um, Lena, who is Staying Your Lena on Instagram. I've, you know, I haven't met her in person yet, but I have my girl Ashley Gauthier, who is a YouTuber. So I would consider them all my rave fam as well a little bit, extended rave fam. And I'm sure when we finally get shows back and get to do things in person, me, Ashley, and Aid want to go to a, sh- a show together. So anyway, so there's so many ways rave fams can come together. That's what I'm trying to get at here. It can be people from all different walks of life, ages, sex, whatever you are, you will find your community, you will find your group, and you will pick up people along the way. So be yourself, put yourself out there. Um, this community is very welcoming. We're lucky that we have that, but that's all I wanted to say. I hope I didn't miss anyone. Please excuse me if my mind is like foggy. But those are like my core rave fams. I would say. Um, and again, like my best friends from college and my friends locally, we still all go to shows together um, locally. So that is the main crew for me. Um, the last thing I want to say before I get into your stories is just I can't emphasize enough how much like my rave fans are dif- different than my like friends like I have my best friends from high school that I've known since I was a little kid I have my college friends I have my coworkers that I love and adore and then I have my rave fam and there's just something different about the connection you have with a rave fam I don't know how to describe it but I think it's there's it's just something special because you all have this experience together you go away for the weekend you all clearly have a common interest you love music and music like unites people more than anything and you have so much fun. You, you, like, you're you escaping the real world. You're going to have fun. Get dressed up. You bond on another level. Um, you have so many memories that you share now, which I think is like what makes things even more special. And I think you just get really, really close with people. So I might only see some of them twice a year. Like I've met Aid once in person, but I talked to her multiple times a day every day. Um, but you just establish that connection with people. So if you guys, again, don't have a rave fam yet, Do not sweat it. It is totally okay. Again, you can totally meet people online if that's something you're interested in. Um, But uh, yeah, that's what I want to say. I love everybody dearly. I'm so excited and blessed to have them all in my life. And oh, hello, guys. Obviously, my last Ray fam is you guys. Because this community that we've built together is different than my YouTube channel. It's different than my in-person rave family like the connection we have is so special i i get the nicest messages from you guys i love reading your stories i love how involved and engaged you are and i would personally when shows are back love to do our own small rave culture cast fam meetups because that would just be so much fun and it makes me so happy like some of you guys who have made me um pearlers that say rave culture cast it's like the greatest gift in the entire world so anyway you guys are my last rave fam So with all that being said, I'm going to take a quick little break here and then we will be, I can't talk, (laughs) we will be back with your stories. Okay, you guys, I really quickly just wanted to plug some discount codes for you guys. So if any of you guys are ever interested in picking up some rave clothes or shopping for rave accessories, all those fun things, um, definitely support small businesses right now if you can. Uh, If you can't, totally fine, but I don't plug these a lot on the podcast, so I figured I would shout them out. Again, if you forget any of these, they are always on my Instagram highlights, uh, at Emma Capotis. so if you want to check them out over there. Okay, so the codes I have um, with Lunchbox Hydration Pack, if you guys are ever interested, you can use code Capotis, and that'll save you $11 off orders of $50 or more. That's Capotis at Lunchbox, and then I have the same code, Emma K. E-M-M-A-K at Glow FX. Love Glow Effects. They have incredible rave accessories. Freedom Rave Wear. Emma K will save you 10% off at Freedom Rave Wear and at Glow Effects. And then Emma K will save you 15% off at Rolita Couture. If you guys want to shop there, incredible clothing. Emma K will also save you money at Zound, experiencezound.com. They make my favorite uh, festival earplugs to protect your ears. They're high fidelity. They are incredible. So those are all my codes if you guys are ever interested. Uh, and that's all I've got for you. So let's get back into the episode. Alrighty, you guys. Let's get into your stories here. I'm so excited to hear about all of our different rave fans. Okay, this one is from Iris. It says, hey, Emma. First off, big fan. Love and admire the work that you do. Gotta spread the plur everywhere you go. 100%. Uh, Okay, she said, I know in your podcast you wanted stories for rave fans. I am very fortunate to be a part of such a caring, big, never-stop-growing group. I've always loved EDM but never got too much into the rave scene, a little factor being my age. Uh, When it was at its peak during 2010 to 2012, I was still too young to go to shows by myself. In 2015, I did go to my first festival, Bonnaroo, with my best friend and it opened a new door for me. Fast forwarding to 2018, I was out with a couple friends and brought up that they were going, and they brought up that they were going to Electric Forest and they were doing group camping. They asked me to come and I'm pretty sure I bought my ticket right there on the spot. Forest weekend came and I was a little nervous. Most of the people we were camping with came from Chicago. My friends and I were the only people from Indiana. So it was us four and 25-ish strangers. Little did I know I was going to be leaving with lifelong friends Throughout the entire festival, I had magical, memorable moments with each and each one of them. We'd stay up every single night until the sun rose up just talking and goofing around. One person in our group, I felt a special connection. And now we've uh, been dating ever since that summer. Oh, that's so cool. 2019 Forest, we had e- added even more people, more memories, and more love. Although we live in different cities, we still make time to see each other. We often go to shows, eat out, go to bars, or just hang out at each other's places. Our growing tradition is doing Giving weekend. We'll make it a big array of food and decorate the place with lights and bring flow toys. Our friends recently started learning how to DJ mix and they've created a set for each day. It's like our own little personal festival. There's never a dull moment when we all hang out. We all, When we all have to say bye to each other, we always leave with such a full heart. I'm incredibly lucky to call them my friends Rave families are just a different kind of breed. I always joke around that rave families are like cults because we're always trying to recruit people, lol. But the relationships you build around yourself, meeting people through festivals and shows, are so genuine and full of love. I don't know what my life would be without them. One of my favorite things in the rave scene is meeting other people's rave families. It makes me so happy seeing a group of people sharing this awesome experience together. I hope I get to meet yours soon, Iris. Love that. That's amazing. I love the big groups. I think it's so crazy because I was, you know, I always had a pretty small rave fam. But yeah, some of the rave fams you see are like 20 something people deep. And I'm always like, how do you guys do it? I don't know how you all, I'm sure you don't stick together the whole time. But damn, you guys got to like wrangle a ton of people and like plan that. I don't know how you do it. Okay. I'm just looking through pictures on this next email that came through. So this is from Alexis. She said, we all got into raving together in 2016 and went to our first festival in 2017. It was Sun City Music Festival festival in El Paso, Texas. Sadly, it was the last year that they had it, but we were so glad we went. We discovered a whole new world and we had the time of our life there. We began to attend so many local shows in the city we're from and we dove headfirst into the EGAM community and all we ever talk about is the next time we'll be making more memories and living our best lives. In 2018, we attended EDC Vegas, and holy shit, we literally thought we had seen it all when it came to raving, but nope. Our lives changed for the better after our first EDC experience, and we've become so much closer. I met my squad through my boyfriend, and the other two people are actually my boyfriend's best friends. Since they were young and we all clicked so well, honestly feels like we've known each other for years. Coming across people like that in your life is rare, so I hold these people close to my heart. The other girl in our Ray fam is an amazing artist and she drew our totem pole. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. <laughs> she drew our totem pole that was inspired by Herobust's song called Giant Squidum pictured above. She drew a squid with the legs spelling plur. I forgot if it was day one or day two, but we had to see Herobust, of course, and got as close to the rails as we could. We heard the transition in set and knew he was about to play Giant Squidum and I had never seen such a huge smile on my friend's face as she was swinging her totem pole around. She was having the moment of her life and then Hero Bus shouted, I see you, let's get it and pointed right at the totem pole. We were like, did that really just happen? Oh my God, it was such a cool moment and our made our whole EDC weekend. Last year, we toned down from attending a lot of shows to save money because my boyfriend and I are planning on Vegas, which we did earlier this year. So it's been a while since we've actually raved and planned a trip. EDC Vegas, which we know is postponed now, was going to be our second time going and had planned on doing a huge reunion. The first time we went, it was just as four, and there were so many people that wanted to experience EDC with us because of how we hyped it up. Uh, even some of my best friends from high school were planning on coming the same day as EDC, and it was going to be a huge celebration. We're so sad it's per- postponed, and we're not sure when we're going to be able to see each other again, but I wanted to shout them out because they mean so much to me, and we've experienced so many beautiful moments through music that has connected us. If it wasn't for the EDM community and music, I would have never become the person I am today." I feel so much more open-minded and at peace with myself. If you know, you know. 100%. I'm thankful for all the memories and all the amazing souls I've met at festivals. Can't wait to unite soon. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. Alexis Cardiel. Thank you so much for your note. I absolutely love that. I feel your pain. I know it sucks so bad about EDC. So many people were, you know, planning on going and celebrating so many different things. So I'm so bummed for you guys and sorry that's happening. Okay, our next note is from Thomas. It says, Hey Emma, my name is Tommy G. Ooh, sorry. Tommy G. I've been watching your videos since right before my first EDC in 2018. This is a story about how my rave fam came together. I'm so thankful for my first rave fam. They introduced me to rave culture when they invited me to EDC 2018, but they were mainly into bass music and dubstep. Back then, I was only into house so it wasn't a good fit. <laughs> Fast forward a couple months, I was on the fence about going to Escape, but I had no one to go, because I had no one to go with, so I just said, fuck it, I'm not getting any younger. So I bought my ticket and I decided to go solo. At my hotel, there were two girls who I met who wanted to see all the same artists I wanted to see. Cascade, Martin Garrix, Seven Lions. So we walked into the festival together and ended up spending the whole weekend together. From there, we ended up going to many festivals together and added more people to the group. We froze at Countdown, walked the 5K at Ultra, froze at EDC, lost each other at EDC, and so much other crazy shit has happened to us. But we all bonded and became a happy rave family. So many happy memories. We keep on saying that we would walk the Ultra Bridge again if we could just get a taste of happiness we felt back then. Needless to say, we are eager to reun- reunite for EDC 2020. Crossing our fingers it happens because two of pe- two people in our rave fam are getting married at EDC. Thanks so much for listening to my story. Always look forward to your content. Thank you so much, Tommy G. It's so funny that you brought that up because I was literally just thinking with the last story. I can't even imagine how many people planned to get married there and who had to change their plans. So I feel, I feel for you guys. But man, yeah, freezing your ass off at EDC really does just bring you all together (laughs) we were all like huddling under a blanket dying last year okay next one up is from nikki it says hey emma i wanted to tell you about my special rave fam and the awesome story behind us so i met brie through female ravers united group oh shout out she said she was going to voodoo fest last year and i was looking for people to get an airbnb with her and her boyfriend and another friend so we talked about that but it ended up falling through due to a couple personal things Bree and I kept in touch on Facebook leading up to Voodoo. When it was time, my boyfriend and I arrived at our Airbnb later on that night. Bree messaged me asking if we could pick them up at the airport. She had to work all night and then catch her flight, and her Airbnb wouldn't be available until later the afternoon, and they were flying in for 8 a.m. I said sure. That morning, we rolled up in our Mustang convertible with the top-down bu- bumping base nectar and my boyfriend was hanging out the car holding a sign we made out of a beer box saying, Brie and Chase, are you, all- are you all ready to rage? That's awesome. They hung out with us the entire time and we connected like we were old friends. While we were down in New-, New Orleans, we had a bad experience with some people we met through a Voodoo Facebook group along with a guy named Kyle. We all adopted him into our group of misfits and completely turned the experience around. On the last day of Voodoo, while we were all hanging out, we all decided to get tickets to Hijinx in Philly and made it our hotel reservations right then too so we could all be together. At Hijinx, Brie brought her friend Cammie and I introduced them to a friend of mine from New York City, Cody, so they all got adopted in. I love my fussy fam. We're from all over New Hampshire, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, New York City, but no matter what, this is my fam. Love the podcast. Peace, love, and light. That's so awesome. I love that you made that like little sign. That's so cute. Guys, Ray fans come from all over. That's the beautiful thing about it. I think that's one of the first things we kept saying to Brady. Like me and the girls like literally had never met anyone from Utah or Salt Lake City. And we had so many questions. So we actually, I forgot to mention this before. We called ourselves the sister wives that whole weekend. <laughs> so anytime we all talk to each other, we are we still have our sister wives rave fam group because that's the other thing you you can you can always name your group right um and then now between me brady and tara our group is called forever fam so just had to throw that in there because we're all we're together forever um okay and then this one is from nicole it says hey love your videos so before i had a rave fam i went to events with only my best friend which was super fun already One day, I was on Twitter and someone posted a group chat for ravers, so I joined it and we all exchanged Snapchats in the group chat. From exchanging Snapchats, a couple of the people from there and I stayed in touch and this one dude caught my eye. He was very nice and I explained to him that I didn't have anyone to go to EDC 2019 with and he told me I could go with his rave fam, possibly after meeting them. They lived about six hours away and told me their next rave was Beyond, which I was already going to. At Beyond, we were all set up to meet. Oh, at Beyond we were all set to meet up. I went deep into the crowd during bad class set to look for their totem. Finally I found it and instantly after meeting them I knew these people were special. They were the nicest guys I had ever met, honestly. So we spent a whole weekend together and when the time to go our separate ways came we cried but they told me they wanted to go to EDC together. So we did. Ever since then we have done tons of shows and festivals together. We're all headbangers so always end up going wild at every event and we all take care of each other always. The best part is that one of the guys in the rave fam and I started to get close after EDC and have been dating for six plus months and now moved in together. So not only did I find my rave fam that day on Twitter, I also found the love of my life. Oh my god, my heart is melted. (laughs) I love little rave fam and rave love stories. I had a feeling, I was like, I don't know if this is going towards love, but she's kind of writing this as if there was a little connection there. So that is awesome. I love that for you. Okay, let's keep these cruising through here. All right, this one is from Karen. It says, "Okay, I just wanted to start. I wanted to start off with letting you know that my Ray family and I really appreciate all you do for the EM community. We hope you are in good spirits and good health. We wish you nothing but continued success. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. I wish you guys the same. You know that always. Okay, I'll try to keep it short. But the story of my Ray family starts in 2015 and has expanded within the last year." One major piece of our rave family is are the actual Manicad family, Christy, Aunt, Alyssa, and Dave, who I met through other friends from my hometown. We went to EDC 2015 together. Crystal, who was married to Aunt, never raved until 2019. So although she did not attend, she made all the candy for Aunt to wear. We all lost we all lost touch a little, but continued to rave on our own. Last year, our first event back, and our entire rave fam rave anniversary is beyond. We reconnected old friendships and began to truly be a rave fam. Crystal, who had not raved before, began to rave with her husband aunt, and they became our self-proclaimed rave parents. Fast forward to now, Crystal is now a very talented candy raver who makes beautiful pieces and shares her love of plur with everyone she meets and has been sending tons of plur packages to people during COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Aunt Alyssa and Dave are siblings. This is where I come into the puzzle. My grown 21-year-old nephew... Yvonne has raved since he was uh, 18. We always knew each other rave, but for whatever reason, he thought his older aunt, me, 31, would judge him. We finally raved at Beyond together after going through some difficult times with my dad, his grandpa being in the hospital and recovering. It was a magical experience to say the least. I introduced him. I introduced him to the manicads, and the rest is history. He is everyone's rave nephew. The last piece to our beautiful rave family is Kelsey and Liv. They truly complete our rave fam. I met Liv from Michigan in line at EDC 2017, dying in the heat for four hours waiting for the shuttle. It was so hot. Oh my god, I have PTSD from that. And I got to know her entire group. The person I met – the person I went with, long story short, ditched me, left me alone all weekend, and they adopted me as soon as we got into the festival. Now fast forward to Beyond 2018, Liv's friend Kelsey from Michigan moves to California. I meet her and Liv for Beyond 2018 and she introduces us now and we're all best of friends. Fast forward to April 2020, Liv has actually moved to California. We truly are our best friends and family outside of raving, are there for each other and support each other and everything. I love them so much I could, it actually makes me cry. So that's our rave family in a nutshell made up of all different ages from 21 to 32, three different families, uh, and we all truly love each other and share our love for Seven Lions, candy, and plur culture. So that's our rave fam- Oh, I read that already. <laughs> uh, our traditions include making elaborate candy for each other, wearing onesies when it's cold over our rave outfits, wearing tons and tons of glitter, light LED wigs, and going into raves all together. Absolutely love that. And we got some pictures in here. This is so cool. I love seeing all the different families come together, especially when you're like actually blood. I think that's so dope that you rave together. That's how I feel about Tara and Eric, like them raving together I think is so cute. Okay, on to the next one, you guys. So it says, hey, Emma, I watch your videos and podcasts and love them. My friend Lorena, oh, I love her, told me I should submit how our rave family became a family. Sorry, I'm like burping in the background. (laughs) It's actually quite a wild one in my opinion. Brace yourself. It might be a little long. So, in 2018, my boyfriend and I decided to go to EDC for our first time. I had been wanting to go since I was a freshman in high school and finally had someone to go with. We had a small trailer and decided to buy a camping pass and go full send for the experience. Well, we find out that you have to have an onboard generator, which our trailer did not have, so we decided to sell our pass and almost decided not to attend because of the logistics involved. So I sold my pass to a stranger at the time named Ryan. A couple weeks later, he messaged me saying they needed to fill their RV and my boyfriend and I decided to take the plunge and stay with strangers. Everyone in the RV were strangers to one another despite the despite the couples. Well, to sum it up, it was a blast. Through this experience, um, we met Dulce. Dulce was there for her first EDC as well. And by the end of EDC, we became good friends. She told my boyfriend and I that we were welcome over any time. Uh, well, fast forward a couple months and hard summer was coming up. So we went and stayed with Dulce in California. She talked us into doing Nocturnal, which we had never went to before. So we decided to do that too. Invited our friend Colin, who has never been to a rave, and our friend Jacob and his girlfriend, Lorena, is now my best friend. That's so awesome. Jacob and Lorena needed tent buddies to bring the cost down for camping. So I went on Nocturnal's Facebook group and posted. I found someone who was looking for tent buddies, Ryan and Brian, total strangers, and I connected them up for sharing a tent. They actually lived near my friends, so they picked up Lorena and Jacob on the way to Nocturnal. We all get there and settle in. I meet Dulce's friends, Nancy and Cynthia. I meet Ryan and Brian, and we're all a rave fam now. We also met Ryan and Brian's friends at other events, and now we are one huge rave fam. We collectively have almost our own small groups that hang out, but at events we come together as one large group. Got it. Makes sense. We usually split off during the festival because we all like different genres, but we find a way to meet up and stay with each other at least for one set. I love that our group can be so close yet all have different tastes in music. It's so insane how we all met. Dulce has a son who is close in age to us. He is 22 and I'm 24 and she got him into raving with us. How cool is it to have to rave with your son? I'm very thankful for my rave fam. I love them so much and couldn't imagine life without them. Outside of raving, we do all sorts of things. We craft, make candy, go to events outside of raving, hike, camp and so much more. I can't believe how everything fell into place. I feel like we all needed each other and didn't realize it. These pictures are so awesome oh all these this is why I love doing this these rape families warm my heart so much everybody just has such incredible experiences and they're all so different and like they all have the same thing in common here right are you guys picking up on it that like you just they just grow it's like this person invites a friend and then that person invites a friend and then they're cooler than this one and it's like everybody just comes together and it's so awesome to see it all grow Okay, you guys, we got some water. Brian is an angel and just brought me water, so we are refreshed. <laughs> okay, we're going to finish off these emails, you guys. I hope you're having fun. Uh, like and subscribe. Okay, anyway, uh, this one says, Hey, Emma, I'm AfroBabe on Instagram. My real name is Janae, I think, Janaya. Uh, Janiyah, I think. Okay, so before meeting my rave fam, I was pretty much raving solo or with one or two friends. I hardly had any friends in my area that actually liked EDM, let alone would go and spend hundreds of dollars to go to shows with me. EDC 2019 was my first EDC. I said screw it and went full send solo. I booked all – I can't talk. (laughs) Did you guys just hear me stutter? I booked all inclusively through one and only and met my rave fam on the first shuttle to the venue. Since it was all of our first EDC Las Vegas on day one, we decided to set alarms on our phones to meet up at circuit grounds at 9 p.m. in case we ended up splitting up for sets and lost each other. The highlight of the night was when our phones started screaming at the same time. We all shut them off, all confused because after spending hours of getting lit, we forgot why we had alarms. And then we all looked at each other and started screaming and jumping for joy, yelling, Hey, we're all still together. We must really love each other. I love you guys. Then we grabbed each other for a big group hug. It was magical. We all hit, hit it off right away and spent the rest of the weekend together. These guys are my best friends now. After EDC, we all quickly reunited in New York for EZU 2019, which was so amazing. We haven't had time to meet up again since the pandemic, but we all keep in touch through group chats on IG, Snapchat, and sometimes FaceTime. We often share music we currently love, send snaps and memes, have Rave fam Secret Santa, and try to see what shows we can all try to meet at next. Planning is a big is a bit hard for us because I'm from Washington, two people from California, and four from New York. I love my Rave family though and can't can't wait for us to all rage together again. Thank you for letting me tell my story. Oh, look at the beautiful Rave fam. Everyone is like so unique in their own way. It's just like so cool. I miss EDC so much. I can't even get into it. It like pains my soul. I cannot wait to go back next year, you guys. Oh my God. Guys, we're going to have the biggest meetup ever at EDC next year. I can't even talk about it. It's going to be so good. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, this next one's from Brenda. says hey Emma hope you're doing well we briefly met at Eric Prids at EDC 2017 or maybe 2016 when I heard you if that was at circuit grounds then I definitely 100% remember you coming up to me wait let me look your picture okay yeah I for sure remember meeting you it was Eric Prids 2018 I believe oh my god I was on another level at that point when you met me. I was a little bit nervous. OK, anyway, <laughs> she said, when I heard you needed submissions about rave fams, instantly I smiled thinking of all the great memories I've created with my fam. I have a funny, horrifying story that happened at Ultra 2019. Uh, I had been the year prior and loved it. So in 20, 2019, me and my YouTube, 2 2 really? Guys, what year is it? Me and my Utah rave fam decided we would take a squad trip to Ultra Miami. I'm sure you heard of the shit show that happened with Virginia Key. And at one point, we were all in line for about 15 minutes in a line that led to nothing. The line just ended and went back into the crowd. Then, of course, the Ultra 5K, lol. In the moment, we were obviously not very happy, but we kept cracking jokes. And we legit look back on that night and laugh. As crazy as it sounds... I cherish that moment fondly no matter what we make the bad moments good and that's why I love them. Love the podcast and your channel. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for sticking with me, Brenda. I love that. It is crazy though. I mean, I feel like anybody looking back now at this point is like, I I would take back the ratchet nights or like the nights of waiting online just to have these shows back. But man, yeah, there's been some rough moments (laughs) to say the least. Okay, guys, this one's a little bit longer. It Says, "Hey, Emma, you may or may not remember a story in your unforgettable moments episode about wholesome group hug that happened at Electric Forest. Well, I do remember that. That was a beautiful story." Uh, she said, "I'm back again to tell you about the group that I call my wreath fam. So, our family consists of give or take about 30 people, and I'm proud to say that the group is the most welcoming, fun, genuine, and friendliest bunch you will ever meet. Half of us live in Chicago, and the other half in Indianapolis." Now, you may be wondering how such a large amount of us from two different cities came together. Two words, electric forest. It all started in 2016 when I went to eForest for the first time. In our group, we had about six people, myself and a few others coming from Chicago, and my cousin and his friend coming from Indianapolis. Our first forest bonded our group together and created the foundation for what our group is now. Year after year, we would talk up eForest and our group would get bigger and bigger, Uh, Most of the people in the fam had already known each other from different times in life, but because it's eForest, it's how we all got so close. Now I can go on and on about why Electric Forest is so special to us, but to make it short, let's just say Forest Vibes strengthen our bond and friendship with each other while sharing our passion for music and art. And the best part is we keep saying that Forest Vibe alive, we keep that Forest Vibe alive year-round when we're together. One thing I love about my rave fam is that there are so many of us and yet there is no drama and all good vibes. Every person in our group brings their, little, their own little spice to the fam. We have someone who can DJ. We have some flow artists, people who are good at spinning poi or hooping. We have cooks, great dancers, you name it. We probably have someone who's good at it. We even have someone in our group who has made a few incredible after movies of our hangouts. Everyone is talented in some way, which is awesome. We all have a similar sense of humor, which is amazing as well. So when you're around us, you are able, you are always laughing at some point. We have group chats and a Facebook group to always keep in touch during crazy times like this. When we do get together, it's always a blast. Other than Forrest, we've done Vegas, Spring Awakening, Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, and of course a bunch of other shows. Um... Aside from music events, we like to throw unique parties and events with each other. Whether it's a birthday or holiday, we always find an excuse for all of us to get together. Uh, They do a new tradition every year around Thanksgiving where they throw their own friendsgiving or as we like to call it, famsgiving. We rent out a huge house that can sleep most of us for the weekend. We decorate the place and put cool lights everywhere, cook a huge family famsgiving dinner and party all weekend. Honestly, I can go on and on about my rave fam. The group of people is one of the best things that's happened in my life and I love them dearly. Emma, I hope you still go to Forest in 2021 because I would love for you to meet us. Until then, stay safe and stay well. Marianelle. Marianelle, sorry. Oh, look at your beautiful fam. You guys are so amazing. I will definitely meet you at Forest. We're going to do such a big meetup. I cannot wait to hang out with all of you guys. Definitely, definitely stop by. All right. I think we have one or two emails left. Let's see. Two more emails, you guys, and then we will get into EDM news and my songs of the week and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, this one's from my girl, Ryan. Shout out, Ryan. Okay. uh, She said, hey, Emma, so excited when you requested nominations for Rave Family Stories. I love hearing all the ways festivals and shows have connected people from all over the world. So this is her story. Uh, Our story began last year when my husband and I were on the last leg of our honeymoon trip. We were on the train from Amsterdam to Tomorrowland and I struck up a conversation with the guy sitting by us. Turns out he and his friend were from the same suburb of Atlanta as my aunt and my cousins. We lost contact with the guy in the shuffle of getting to Dreamville. And as we arrived in Montego, our Tomorrowland guide told us that our two neighbors were from Atlanta. Turns out the guys from the train were staying in the room right next to us. Wow. Talk about, talk about like synchronicities and serendipity. Is that even the right word? I don't know. But just talk about like insane magical moments like that wait now i have to google serendipity is was that stupid <laughs> hold please no serendipity okay well i sounded dumb there for a second okay anyway you guys um <laughs> over the course of the next four days we were fortunate enough to meet and make memories with many of our neighbors on our street which we called the santa fe trail we formed friendships with two girls from the uk two girls from columbia and canada and three guys from uh, louisiana and arkansas At the end of the festival, we knew we had a special group that we would keep in contact with our Santa Fe Trail fam for life. It wasn't even until, it wasn't even two months later when we all decided to have our first reunion at EDC Orlando. The two London girls surprised us at the hotel and we had the entire squad back together. We actually came to your meetup with our Christmas outfits on. Yes, you guys did. We have pictures together. It was so amazing and so lovely meeting all of you um this year we had planned on attending festivals like edc and tomorrowland together but had to put things on pause due to the pandemic even without festivals and concerts to attend we have so many creative ways to keep in touch with each other we all get on house party at least three times a month keep an active whatsapp conversation going and have a facebook group we have such a special dynamic in this group that spans from la to cincinnati to atlanta to canada to the uk i feel everyone in our group holds a unique role that keeps us bonded Brian in LA is our rave dad. He is so gracious and always doing his very best to plan every detail of our trips. Tanner and Steven are our Arkansas to LA transplants that bring this sense of chillness. They're a vibe. Jackson in Atlanta is by far the coolest of us all and brings the swag to our group. Winnie and DJ in the UK bring the fun. Those girls are a trip and always make us laugh. Carolina and Diana, are Colombian-Canadian girls, bring the spice. They are so lively and adorable. My husband Mike also brings a chill vibe, a bit of a rave dad himself. As for me, I would say I like to be a bit of an instigator when it comes to getting the party started and getting the group to consider another reunion. Love it. I could go on and on about how much I love these people and how grateful I am for our rave family, but I'll leave it at this. My life is better because they are a part of it. I'm blessed to call these people my friends and can't wait to see what adventures lie ahead for the Santa Fe Trail fam. Love you, Emma. Love the pod. Keep up the great work. Oh, that made me so happy and I love seeing your pictures all together. You guys are awesome. I have heard nothing but incredible things about Tomorrowland and about the connections made at Tomorrowland. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to doing that one day, but I think that's so cool because then you have extended fam that goes to like Europe and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, incredible. Okay, last email, you guys. This is from Michelle. It says, Hey, Emma. Hope you and Brian are staying well and staying safe. Um, thanks so much for being a light during these crazy and certain times. Looking forward to the day the world gets to rave again. Now, let's get into the story. My personal rave journey started a little over two years ago now. I was introduced to the rave scene from my partner, Dante, and haven't looked back since. I was adopted into their rave fam, and it has evolved into something special over time. They took me a lot, uh, to local Bay Show area. Wait, they took me to a lot of local Bay Area shows. My first Hard Summer and my e- first EDC in 2019, and my life has been forever changed for good. Most of our rave fam met at winter youth camp and had we had all either attended or volunteered for. I've been so lucky to have worked with these amazing people on different occasions and have traveled together as well. Raving has brought us closer on a whole nother level, and it's an outlet where we can all share our mutual passions for music and living our lives to the fullest. Our first fest as a fam was Hard Summer 2019, and it was a weekend I will never forget. You will always catch us at sets that play all types of house, hardstyle, dubstep, moon techno, happy hardcore, jersey club. The list goes on. Our fam is a very nurturing group to each other, but also to strangers around us at shows. We always check in with each other throughout the night, making sure everyone is staying hydrated, staying safe, and having an enjoyable time. Uh... We're the group that's usually stocked with all the rave essentials, so if you come up to us at a show, we always hook you up and always have candy to trade. Our pre-show rituals include candy making, lots of OJ and supplements, and meticulously planning out our schedules for the next day. At Hard Summer 2019, we all dressed up in honor of the blackout tour. Shout out Forby and Floss. Pick below. Funny story about this festival, since a few of us were dressed up in our neon safety vests, we were getting approached with so many questions about where the bathrooms were, directions to the stages where this and that was and we happily answered them like we were a part of the insomniac team we joked about it at the time but i think that the show shows how we all genuinely want to keep spreading the positivity to everyone we encounter at shows and in daily life our next show together fingers crossed will be edc las vegas but for now i just want to say how thankful i am for this group of humans i get to share life with to dante dean nicole jr selena and boots y'all are the best i love you Thanks, Emma, for the outlet to share. Keep up the great work. Hope to bump into you someday at 7 Lions or Oliver Holden set. I would love that. That's from Michelle Batista. Uh, Her IG is at underscore Mish B. So cute. I love all your vests. That's so awesome. Oh, my God. So, you guys, we've made it to the end of the emails. Thank you so, so much to everybody who wrote in this week. It is the best reading your real stories and your submissions like I love doing episodes like this so thank you to everyone who took the time to write out all of your stories um again guys don't forget about submissions for the east coast versus west coast and for your opinions your thoughts and opinions on live stream sets Uh, again always send me emails feedback all that fun stuff to raveculturecast at gmail.com all right, let's take a quick break here and then we'll get into some edm news and wrap this whole thing up Alrighty, you guys we have so much news to get to like shit is popping off right now but okay let me just get into everything so i you know there's so many different festivals being canceled postponed all of the things but some of the more recent ones that i just wanted to make you aware of um that i had kept track of camp bisco Uh, which was taking place this summer, um, was officially canceled and is going to be happening next year, July 8th to the 10th, 2021. Um, So, you know, that's no surprise, but just wanted to let you guys know about that. Uh, Also, one of the major, major festivals that got canceled this year is Creamfields, which is a really big one in the UK. And um, the thing about Creamfields, though, is uh, it already announced its dates for next year. So it's August 26th to the 29th. Um, and they already confirmed that they are going to roll over as many of the artists as possible, which I kind of want to do a full episode on this. I don't know. Or maybe I'll just do a video on it. But, um, I kind of want to talk about the lineups, right? Like, do these festivals just keep the exact same lineups if, if possible? Or do they have to start from scratch? Or can they keep some of them? Like, I don't know. Because to me, you know, I was going to go to Ultra this year and Ultra's lineup was ridiculous and the back to backs on it were unheard of. Oh my God. So, like, if they, you know, so I don't know. So, part of me is like, they should keep the lineup, and then the other part of me is like, that's not possible. Either way, Creamfields already confirmed Adam Bayer, Ben Nicky, Boris Bre- Brecha, Brecha, Carl Cox, Dead Mouse, Eric Prids, laid back Luke, Martin Garrick, Tiesto, and Timmy Trummet all returning in 2021. Creamfields has been like, on my bucket list for a while. Um, I would I would love to get to Creamfields one day. Probably will not happen next year because everything is going to be crammed in. But excited about it. Okay, live stream alert, you guys. There is going to be a Dirty Bird barbecue live stream, which is going to be so fucking fire. And that is going to happen Sunday, June 7th. Uh, I do not believe there is a lineup yet, but that is going to be awesome. Um, Dirty Bird is just great house music. All good times. Uh, Normally they have the live events and stuff like that. So going to be watching that one for sure. I wanted to quickly talk about these drive-in raves that are popping up everywhere. Um, This whole series. You knew this was going to happen in the United States at some point. um, But so Disco Donnie is putting together this whole series. He announced the no parking on the dance floor drive-in music experience Um, So Disco Donnie throws like a whole bunch of different festivals. Um, Ubby Dubby is one of the biggest ones. So it's this whole series and they're going to be bringing drive-in shows. Uh, What do we have here? It's the first one that was announced was Carnage, I believe. Yeah, Road Rave, Carnage, Riot 10, Blunts and Blondes, Nitty Gritty, and Gravedigger, which is crazy. I believe it's... The event on May 30th will take place at the Wild Horse Motorsports Park in Maricopa County, Arizona. Oh no, sorry, that's a different lineup. Excuse me. That one is Valentino Khan and 4B, Say My Name, and Dr. Fresh and Bijou. Wow. And pause. What? That lineup is ridiculous. Sorry, there's a couple different ones. And then the June 6th affair is the one I just said, Riot 10, Blunts and Blondes, Nitty Gritty, Grave Dirt, that's in Central Florida in Orlando. Uh, both of them have carnage. So this is the rules. It includes a minimum of two people in the car, a max of six people in each car, a cap of 500 cars. Organizers have asked the guests wear face masks when outside the car and roaming towards the food trucks. There will also be roaming golf carts taking orders. Guests are ordered to stay within the width of their vehicle as staff will be monitoring social distance regulations. Mosh pits in the form of car pileups will not be permitted. Uh, A portion of the proceeds are being donated to the NAF Nicaragua COVID-19 Relief Fund. That one lineup is so good. Hulk Gang, Forbian, Valentino Khan, Say My Name, and D- Dr. Fresh back to back, Viju, and Paz. Oh my God, can I go to Arizona? That's insane. Anyway, very cool. I mean, I'm open to road raves. Like, I would be down with that. That sounds fun to me. So, I'm not surprised that Disco Donnie made that happen. Um, okay, other things. Uh, Dr. Fresh tweeted speaking of him, that he is proud to announce coming this summer Dr. Fresh's House Call Records, which sounds awesome. Dr. Fresh is some great bass house, G house, bouncy ass artist. So fun live. His songs are just bangers. Oh my God, they just make you want to party and dance. So, so fun. So he said, I'm incredibly excited to bring this new chapter of Dr. Fresh to life. Welcome to the world of House Call. So I'm very excited to see what comes out of that. Um, In other very exciting news, you guys, any of my above and beyond fans out there, yesterday was a beautiful day. They are celebrating 20 years since founding Anjuna Beats, their record label, was founded in 2000. Um, throughout the past 20 years, more than 700 records have been released through the label wearing the iconic Anjuna A and kickstarting the career of various producers like Andrew Bayer, Elon Bluestone, Seven Lions, and many more. This is on WeRaveU.com. So, uh, for the 20th birthday of the label, um, they were obviously going to have shows and festivals planned throughout the year. That obviously couldn't happen. So they, well, one, they released, um, a collection of their club mixes, you guys, it's literally all I'm going to be listening to. I have it in my new music Friday playlist, my top picks. Chef's Kiss. Like, listening to this album yesterday made me feel like I was at a festival. Like, it just brought back so many memories. I love Above and Beyond more than anything. So, Go check out their club mixes album. Congrats to them; it's incredible. Uh, also in the works is a release midsummer. Uh, Anjuna Beats Volume Fifteen, a compilation of the most iconic tracks in the past year released on the label. So looking forward to that as well. Um, Chami uh, posted on his Instagram: Year Zero, Year Zero. His debut album coming soon. So very excited about that. We love Chami on this on this channel here. And then last news, I'm not really going to get into this because we don't really do drama, but Carnage and Gasly got into it on Twitter. Gasly put out a YouTube video. Well, let me start from the beginning here. Okay, we're on youredm.com. Carnage is no, like, is involved in controversy all the time. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but, like, also don't personally know him. I do like Gasly, though. So Carnage has been involved in controversy in the past. So that's, like, not surprising at all. Um, but Gasly called him out for allegedly buying views on his new documentary, The Prince of Greatness, and Carnage went back to him on Twitter, um, saying to, like, prove his allegations, um, and he said if he could, he would donate $100,000 to the charity of Gasly's Choice, and then yesterday, yesterday, Gasly put out a video on his YouTube channel, um, that some people are saying, like, didn't have really concrete evidence, but, um then some people are like they're not really sure to believe if they're going to believe carnage either and then carnage put this whole tweet out about like respecting your elders what did it say like Dear Ghastly, plain and simple, every single one of my views came directly from YouTube. See attached. You accused me of buying views from click farms and bots. Clearly that isn't the case. You can see the majority of my views came directly from YouTube. So now that your theory is debunked, let's talk for real. This is document meant everything to me. My team worked directly with YouTube to ensure it was successful and featured across the platform. They crushed it and targeted carnage and dance fans around the world. This is no different than working with Spotify and landing on a New Music Friday playlist. Are those streams fake too? Plain and simple, working with YouTube to make sure my videos get out to the world is not buying views or faking anything. We're just out here hustling. There's so much content and noise out there and you really got to know how to use platforms and their algorithms. If your management doesn't know how to work with YouTube in the correct, authentic, legal way, you should find someone who can help you out. Then maybe your career would finally blossom." shots fired (laughs) like holy shit uh so they basically like went back and forth I don't really know um I think the biggest thing like Carnage kind of just admitted though that like yeah this article says the issue isn't really buying views it's it's he's targeting advertising that's what they're doing they're targeting specific people to watch the documentary um so he showed like all these analytics and all the stupid stuff. So then Gasly tweeted, this will be my last tweet about the subject. The fact that you attacked my management says more about me, says more about you than it does about me. Uh, and then he was like, I'm waiting for your charity receipts. So I haven't watched the YouTube video. I'm probably going to watch it after this. But like we ain't need, we don't need more negativity in our life, you know. So I kind of just don't, we're just going to leave it at that. And hopefully um, things get resolved. But not surprised, not surprised seeing Carnage's name in headline. Okay, last up you guys, this episode is so friggin' long. Songs of the week. So what have I been into this week? Um, Oliver Helden's new release, first and foremost, Rave Machine, Fire. It is so good. I absolutely love and adore the man. So big fan of that. Um, like I said, I want to quick. it's not new, but I want to quickly shout out um, the above and beyond the club mixes album there's so many incredible remixes but i personally guys i'm a big fan of counting down the days blue sky action sun and moon of course um happiness amplified thing called love tightrope like i all so so incredible so i just recommend that um and then let's go to my new music friday playlist what else came out this week new lane eight song keep on really really great i recommend that one and then zoo's new song only zoo's edc las vegas set guys oh my god like that man is so unique and his artistry is insane so anyway we made it to the end of the episode thank you all for sticking around and for watching watching listening wherever you're watching and listening um Again, it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review on iTunes. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram and on Twitter at RaveCultureCast and at Emma Capotis. If you guys are not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe over there and check out some more of my videos. Um, and the biggest thing you guys can do to support this podcast, because it's faux-free, we're keeping it faux-free, tell a friend, make it your Instagram stories uh, it does make a really big difference and gets the word out there. So tag at Rave Culture Cast and at Emma Kapotis in your posts. Send a link to somebody today. Try, I don't send a text and X, you know, whatever you want to do. Thank you all so much for doing that. I appreciate you guys being here. Send in your submissions for the two different things. And also don't forget to DM me if you guys are interested in joining the family Zoom call. So be on the lookout because we will be organizing that at some point. Love you guys. Hope you have a happy and healthy Wednesday. And I will see you next week in my new episode. Bye, guys.